0: Welcome to Cauldron Cakes and Wine. My name is Polly. And I'm Taylor. I'm G. This is a podcast where we discuss all things Harry Potter. We are three witches who are rereading the books and critically analyzing them. But mostly we eat pizza and geek out. This week we will be discussing Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, chapters 14 through 17. Please be aware that this podcast is marked as explicit, meaning
1: that we cover adult themes. We occasionally swear and talk about sensitive subjects.
2: Be sure to check the description for content warnings. Also, be warned, there are spoilers ahead. We discuss chapters 14 to 17, but also go rogue and talk about all seven books and extended universe things.
0: You've been warned. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to start off with a quick recap of the chapters we read. This will probably be the last time we do this. (laughs) Yes, please.
1: (laughs) Chapter 14, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. So having figured out what Fluffy was guarding, the trio visit Hagrid, looking for ways to pass the pup. Turns out Hagrid won a dragon egg and plans on raising it. When it hatches, they realize Hagrid was over his head, and they arrange to have Charlie Weasley retrieve him in a covert nighttime rendezvous. Malfoy discovers the plans.
2: Did you, did you laugh at rendezvous? Yeah, that's what I wrote. Covert rendezvous. What? Covert
1: ops? Black ops? Oh my um, gosh.
2: Okay.
1: okay, Malfoy discovers the plans
2: and forms McGonagall because he's a fucking snitch, and they get detention. Chapter 15. Filch takes the gang to Professor McGonagall's office, and Professor McGonagall doesn't believe the story about the dragon. So she deducts, deducts 150 house points from Gryffindor, and the trio are assigned to detention. A week later, Harry overhears Quirrell arguing with someone and assumes it's Snape, but cannot think of a course of action. That night, detention arrives. The trio and Malfoy head into the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid. The group splits up. Harry and Malfoy come across a cloaked figure drinking unicorn blood, which they later realize was Voldemort. Chapter
0: 16, Through the Trapdoor. The trio sneaks out and goes to try and catch Snape before he can steal the stone. Neville tries to stop them, but Hermione curses him. They work their way through a series of challenges. Ultimately, Harry has to face Snape by himself. When he enters the room, it isn't Snape, though. It's Professor Quirrell.
2: Dun-dun-dun.
1: Dun-dun-dun. Chapter 17, The Man with Two Faces. Um... Yeah, it was Quirrell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. There's, There's some shit <laughs> where <it's laughs> Quirrell tries to touch Harry's face and burns to dust. Yeah, yeah this one's a yeah. weird one. This is going to be fun <laughs> i had to so many nightmares from this. <laughs> oh, no.
2: Chapter
1: 17, The Man with Two Faces. It was Quirrell, and he tells Harry he's going to kill him because he's a servant of Voldemort, He restrains Harry, peers into the mirror of Erised, looking to find out where the stone is. Harry looks into the mirror, sees that he's pulling a stone out of his pocket. Somehow the stone is in his pocket. Um, Quirrell slash Voldemort uh, restrains Harry, burns himself on Harry. Uh, And Gryffindor wins the House Cup! Woo! (laughs) Oh yeah, and Voldemort is under Quirrell's turban the whole time. (laughs) And uh, uh, so yeah. Yeah, guys, we're not gonna <laughs> like do these so anymore. More. Yeah, we're no. not doing these anymore. No, first year has come to completion, and so has the segment.
2: We were those students,
1: so
0: <laughs> you're just all gonna have to know what happens in each chapter. You're gonna have to actually when we read go the into books. season two. Sorry. Right.
2: Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Things that we thought were cool. First thoughts about things we thought were cool. I don't know what... The,
0: the Pensieve is where we look back at our memories. <laughs> nope, it's that now.
2: <laughs> she decided.
1: <laughs> Best episode yet.
2: <laughs> first segment is the Pensieve, as per usual. Real life memories regarding this part of Harry Potter.
0: Cool. Also my birthday. Hello, guys. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, we... <laughs> I've been here for hours <laughs> attempting to start recording. Um, but yeah, we're going to start off with the Eve And um, when was your birthday? April 3rd. I'm in Aries, though I don't act like one. <laughs> go on. there, you go. <laughs> there you go. The more you know. <laughs> um, but so I thought we would talk about this during the Eve because your birthday passed. Once upon a time. <laughs> How old were you? What birthday was this? It was my 21st. G's 21st birthday. Yes. Um, I... Through
2: G a Harry Potter birthday party. It was party. so magical. I like <laughs> opened the door and like all of like, and then what are they called? The letters. The letters. Yeah. The letters were hanging from the ceiling and I could like walk through them. It was like the most magical thing ever. Yeah. And it said like your name on
0: it and like yeah. where
2: you lived yeah. and like the room you lived yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> They're still on my wall at home. <laughs>
0: That's funny. And then there was like all the pop bottles. Amazing. I like put the like Veritas Serum yeah! and like different potion names on. i trying to remember. We have, I have totally have pictures of it. I'll yeah. post them somewhere on the socials. The socials, yeah. The socials. We'll find it. Is that? I remember when we were planning it though, you were like, it, because it was supposed to be a surprise and then someone told you. I can't remember who. Chelsea and then you were like, me. I want a dinosaur birthday. And I was like, too late. <laughs> 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 I've already printed off all the Harry Potter crap. <laughs> I think there's a picture of you with all of the letters, actually. There's a picture of the I think yellow. it's on our website, actually.
2: It is. It is. Yeah. It 100% is. It's definitely on the website already. Yeah, that's I all know. we got for you on the pensieve. Oh, I wanted to mention that I lost my book right before coming here, but it was really cool because we were going to talk... Like, we talk about, like, our continuing and, like, developing relationship with Harry Potter. And in my book, I had, like, highlighted stuff when I was in, like, grade four and five. And I wanted to, like, share with you guys in the last chapters what I'd highlighted. But the book is gone. So.
0: It's not gone. (laughs) You just misplaced it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's all.
1: Gone forever. Next time.
0: Birdie Bot's Every Flavored Beans. This is where we talk about random shit that we thought of from the chapters, and you never really know what you're gonna get. And we're going into Birdie Bot's Every Flavored Beans. So, the first thing that I kinda wanted to talk about was just the dragons and how I wish we learned more about them. Yeah. What do you wanna know? Everything. I don't know. There's nothing specific. I just, I feel like we don't get a lot on them. But there's like all these different classifications. Like it seems like they all have different names, and like I want to know about them. The dragons do, are
2: cool. Yeah, dragons are cool. I wonder if I know they have books for the 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 beasts now. Ooh, I wonder if we J.K. Could, Rowling at J.K. Rowling, please
0: <laughs> at J.K. Rowling, uh,
2: make a book just about the dragons. This is a reasonable request.
0: Thank you. Stop making fantastic beast movies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just want more dragons, I don't care. Yeah, maybe I'll just rewatch
0: all of How to Train a Dragon, and then that will fulfill my dragon needs. (laughs) (laughs) The next thing that I wanted to talk about was, um, there's a point in the first chapter that we read where Ron says, I wonder what it would be like to have a peaceful life, and I, like, literally laughed out loud. So I was like, ah, like, good luck with the next seven years of your life, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) In terms of the dragon chapter, the only other thing I want to talk about was how Charlie Weasley is the sexiest Weasley of them all. That's all I have to say.
2: Why? Why? Yeah, is Yeah. What is your evidence Weasley? for
0: this? He works with dragons. Okay,
2: dragon but, boy. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> that just the okay. Was it just dragons? Just yeah. Yeah. I mean, man, like yeah. Hondo Manly dragon ginger. Also, he
1: signs his letter to his little brother, Love Charlie. It's yeah, that's really sweet. cute.
2: <laughs> but
1: yeah. So apparently Mars is bright. <laughs> okay, context. Taylor, context.
0: I'll get in there. <laughs> centaurs are fun. So basically the trio are given a very strange detention. and They're in the Forbidden Forest and they meet centaurs.
1: One second, I'm googling. Okay, so the I think it's Ronan. His name is he. He just won't shut up about how bright Mars is, yeah. and I was wondering the significance of that because I know that each of the plantings have pla- plantings, planets have symbolism. So I'm just going to Google Mars oh. symbolism because I think it might have been. There's something hidden in there intentionally. Typically, J.K. Rowling
0: has, like, a purpose ah, for everything. Yeah. Mars is the god of
2: war. Yup.
0: There, there we go. No. Oh.
2: <laughs> Mars is bright. War is war afoot. War is coming. Winter is coming. No. Oh, winter's no. over and no. everything
0: is on fire.
2: <laughs> not gonna open that.
0: No. That is a can of worms we are not going into. This is a Harry Potter podcast.
1: So... Also, I think
2: Rowling really likes centaurs. Oh, because that well, can, that um, the, can that be the quote for the beginning of the thing? <laughs> Rowling. In what way, Taylor?
0: I
1: think she likes the butts.
0: No. What? She, the butt?
1: The butt? Did you touch two the butt? quotes. the butt. Their flanks were heaving and sweaty. <laughs> heaving and sweaty. What's a flank? <laughs> flank? Is it flank? Yes, yes, it's the it's the back end. It's it's the back end of the beast. The rumpus. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. The rumpus. Oh god. <laughs> and now just imagine it heaving <laughs> and sweaty. <laughs> because Rowling wants us to. <laughs> That's
0: it. Okay, moving on. something a little more serious. <laughs> um, so I just thought that it was really interesting when Harry's scar's hurting. uh Ron tells him to go and talk to Madame Pomfrey, and he says like he can't because he's not actually sick,
2: oh. and
0: this kind of brought up like issues for me like like when you're a kid, this like kind of confusion about. Your problem, like, not fitting into a box or not really knowing how to talk to adults or which adults you can actually talk to about your issues in school.
2: That's a lot <laughs> of feels about that. <laughs> I think it's pretty
1: insightful that he knows that he's not sick. Yeah. Like, he, he connects it to some, like, emotional tribulation.
2: Yeah, And I think that's really insightful for an 11-year-old. I can identify with the feeling of being lost and not knowing what to do (coughs) with, like, a problem that keeps getting worse, but not knowing if it's even, like, a rational problem to have or not having that, like, external validation of a problem as a child could be a lot to struggle with.
0: Oh, my next point was just that at at some point when they're down there, Harry's, like, going off and he's like, if something happens to me get hedwig and and send an owl to dumbledore and i was like dude why didn't you guys do that before you went down the trap door <laughs> why didn't you do that to begin with like why didn't no one think we should no no one was like hey maybe we should send an owl to dumbledore because we think the philosopher stone is going to be stolen by an evil teacher
2: <laughs> i don't know that that's a lot of forward thinking there <laughs> But then we won't be the heroes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.
0: My next thing was just that um, Devil's Snare could have been Neville's thing. Because like, they all sort of have one thing that they face when they go down the trapdoor. And like that clearly was Neville's. And they
2: missed that opportunity. Because Neville's really good with plants. I wonder, do you think maybe... She had that in the back of like J.K. Rowling had that in the back of their mind, but just didn't put it in. And how would the whole series have changed if there were four of them mm-hmm. instead of just the three? Yeah, characters like there are so many places where like it is so obvious that Neville could like definitely be a part of that group, and they just
0: underestimate him over and over and over, over again. again. Until finally he's like, no, I'm sexy and
2: badass and I'm killing a snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I would have liked to, I would like, we're well, really about the sexy with the animals today. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Okay, come
0: on, did you, when you guys were watching the movies, did you not think, what's his name, of played Neville, was, like, hot? No? He glowed up?
2: Oh, he, he definitely yeah. glowed up. Yeah. 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 No, he definitely glowed up. No.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He like, also out like, of used all to of wear the, a fat suit. Yeah, they made him the wear the movies, a fat yeah. suit and he felt really self-conscious about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't that. know that. No, And then they were like, no, Neville's a badass now. We're going to make strip, strip you of that fat suit. Right, <laughs> because that's how everything works.
2: So that's the message you want to send. Everywhere. Oh, no.
0: There's so many things Don't wrong start. with that. Don't start. Don't start. Talk about that when we get to the movies. Don't start. Um. Don't start. <laughs> so, when they
1: fall through the trap door, Hermione says, we must be miles under the school. This is a very smart girl. (laughs) And I failed to accept that she actually believed that they were miles under the school. She would know that falling miles would hurt more than whatever it did. She would know this. Or they actually just fell miles. Yeah. Because magic, right? Yeah,
0: because
2: magic. Well, Alice fell through that puddle into Wonderland. Oh, god. oh
0: god, we are not going into Alice in Wonderland.
2: Okay,
0: that was, I don't want to unpack that. Okay.
2: I I just wonder: is it <clears throat> did Rowling
1: write it with the intention of showing how kids can be dumb sometimes, or did
0: she just like with that an oversight? I want to say it was an oversight because oh, if you were gonna like make kids like, dumb, it wouldn't be Hermione,
1: right?
0: Like, right. That's yeah. what
2: got me about it. Like if Ron said it, I'd be like, "Yeah, Ron, <laughs> okay, yeah. Ron,
0: you fell miles."
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or maybe she said that. Maybe she got Hermione to say that to highlight the extremity of how scary it was to be a kid and probably have not fallen from like any sort of height, oh, that's and then true. to fall somewhere mm. in the dark, yeah, already knowing what's at stake. I feel like everything would be hyper exaggerated. Like, uh, that's, that's a good way, way go. feeling would be. G for the win. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so,
0: the next thing I wanted to talk about was, we finally figured it out um, that Snape was actually onto Quirrell. Um, it's mentioned, because we were very confused about Snape's interactions with Quirrell, and I remember reading it and being like, aha, it all clicks now. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, there's still some weird things, but like... I feel like a lot of the teachers seemed, like, at least Snape and Dumbledore seemed to know that Quirrell was, like, I don't know, doing something, like, nefarious. But no, they just didn't stop him, and that's weird to me. But it makes sense now. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, it seems like, uh, uh, like he almost
1: wanted him to end up down there. Because why didn't he just go to Dumbledore? Why didn't he, like... <laughs> tell anyone why. Does he just have, like, Harry Potter syndrome where he just needs to do everything his fucking self?
0: I think so. I think a lot of people have Harry Potter syndrome in this book series. I feel very called out. (laughs) 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 But yeah, the logical thing to do would be, like, hey, I'm another teacher at this school who knows this. I'm gonna go and talk to Dumbledore and be, like, yo, bro. But there's so many internal politics at that school. There are. But I feel like Snape and Dumbledore have a lot of trust between them. It's true. I don't know. Yeah. It, I don't know. No, okay. I, agree, I
2: agree with what you're saying.
0: Cool. The last thing that I wanted to say was just that um, in the last episode, I was very harsh about Lily's love. I apologize. And... <laughs> I was probably very drunk. Who are you apologizing to? <laughs> the world <laughs>
2: all right all right keep um, going keep going,
0: keep going. I, <laughs> I just feel bad because I remember making fun of it very harshly um the writing choice to make it like her love protected him and it was like mother's love and I, I think that's it a lovely lot. and yes now that I read the end of the book I feel differently and I feel like a lot of mothers would love to do that for their child and protect them in that way like Cersei Lannister Stop. We're not Game of Thrones!
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, I was the last one who brought it up. <laughs> but
0: um. I like, you know, I just, yeah, I feel like I was very harsh. And I think what it comes down to is that I just wish that Lily was seen as more than just a love interest and,
2: uh, or a mother. Um, and she had a bit more character development there, but. I think, yeah. I think, not to talk for you, but I think that comes from your love of character development. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. as a child, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Being adopted, I thought that like having that other mother's love was like the coolest thing ever.
0: It is like, very it cool. Could be applied, it is. But I just feel like she needed more. She needs more of a character than just that. Like, mm-hmm. but
2: because right now she's just point, like a plot device.
0: Exactly, she is just yeah. a plot point. And and pretty much throughout the entire series, she is just a plot point. Yeah, she's a plot point for Snape. She's a plot point for this, and it's just mm. she deserved more. Yeah, because literally, like, Harry's dad and all of his friends got actual characters. That's true, yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of like, "Mm, hmm, me. But I did recently read that um, J.K. Rowling wrote the first book right after her mother had passed away, or she was starting to write it as her mother was sick and then passed away, and that um, she used a lot of her, like, grief and stuff to write into the series, so it kind of, I guess I understand the, like, mother, like, figures in the story a lot more now, and I think that that's why they have so much love to them, uh, like, like, Molly Weasley yeah. and, like, Lily's love, and I think that that makes more sense to me. So. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel bad now. I feel like I'm, like, too harsh on Rowling now, because I think I just realized that she's an actual person. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. No,
2: seriously. Also,
1: <laughs> I don't remember of any of last episode. <laughs> like, I was drunk. I was having a great time. I'm pretty sure I was having a great time, but I don't remember any of it. <laughs>
0: So, I don't even know if you were harsh on Lily or not. I mostly know because I edited it and I was like yeah. listening to it and I was like, mm. wow, I was pretty harsh there. Like, <laughs> I made fun of that character that, like like a lot. <laughs> like-
2: Dumbledore's Wonders, where we talk about Dumbledore and why he did certain things, what he could have done better, and maybe how we would have changed the situation as a responsible adult.
0: So, moving
2: into everybody's favorite segment Dumbledore's blunder. Oh, this is. Can I see the book, please? Okay, yeah. I want to see if I can find page wise things.
0: Thank you. So, Taylor, you wanted to discuss Dumbledore's timing. He just has the best timing. Like,
1: he just gets there just, just in the nick of time to save Harry Potter's life.
0: It is very convenient.
1: It bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> life life, life doesn't work like that. Harry should be dead. The should- whole series should be about Neville now. <laughs> Hermione! I want a peach
0: ring.
2: Oh, me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so... Dumbledore wasn't, like, really in this episode that much. Episode? Chapter- wasn't really in these chapters, chapters. that much. Um... He, but he, like, comes in right at the end and just, like, boom. (laughs) Like, um, Dumbledore, here are all my best quotes. (laughs) (laughs) That we also have on our walls at home. (laughs) Yeah, and some people have tattooed on them. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Um, Which I always think is
2: interesting, but.
1: (laughs) Don't you have a Dr. Seuss quote?
2: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Do you have at least two quotes on your body? Don't, also, don't you have an actual Harry Potter tattoo? Do I have a Harry Potter
0: tattoo? <laughs> um, yes.
1: Hey, Polly. <laughs> don't you have like a good tattoo of grapes?
0: No, I don't have. Am grapes. I wrong? I don't have grapes. Then what is it that I'm thinking? Of? <laughs> yeah. What's your tattoo that looks like grapes?
2: Yeah. It- I don't have a tattoo that looks like She's grapes. Polly has one that, that looks like cheese, but it's not about cheese, it's about it's feminism. Cheese. It's not about feminism either, <laughs> about. The same is called Rip on
0: Polly's Tattoos. I have the missing piece on my foot, and it looks like Pac-Man. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> or a pizza pie.
0: <laughs> yes, or oh, a pizza me. pie. This it's not grapes, okay? And then I have a mountain that's shitty, and I want to get covered up. Thank you. (laughs) I'm literally getting the stupid mountain laser removed off my leg. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So which one looks like grapes? Yeah, which which one? I I don't have one that
0: looks like grapes. I have the missing piece. I have the the Harry Potter one. Oh, you talking about getting a grape tattoo. I wanted to get a stick and poke (laughs) of the grapes (laughs) that are on the LCBO bag. (laughs) Why? Because I was a functional alcoholic at the time. (laughs) She says as she takes a huge sip of wine. I'm sorry I
1: started this.
2: I'm not. Whatever.
1: I kind of just want to do this all the time, and just rip on my friend's tattoos.
2: I have a big one we can rip on next week.
1: (laughs) The new segment is... Chest pieces. Uh, To be fair. To be fair. I have terrible tattoos, too. Yeah. And that I definitely <laughs> regret, and that I, every time I'm getting in or out of the shower, I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> why? The, why? Why are you like this?
0: <laughs> the only one I regret is the mountain.
1: I have a tattoo of the Great Lakes, which Ooh. I like the idea of, but the person who executed it...
0: Ugh, not, not, not a, likely so <laughs> a likely story.
1: A likely story. Not so great.
0: Yeah, no. I literally have been researching laser tattoo removal because I can't figure out how to cover up this fucking little mountain. Because <sighs> it's too close in proximity to my other tattoo to, like, make it into a different tattoo, and I don't want to make it part of the other one, so I'm like, I'm just going to get rid of it. But it's very fucking expensive, and apparently very, very painful. <laughs>
1: Life is a wild ride, you guys. Just get
0: a tattoo. It doesn't matter. Okay. No, but real, right. real talk, if you don't
2: have any tattoos, and you're thinking about it, think very seriously about it. <laughs> I I spent 6 years thinking about a triangle tattoo oh no. and then I got it. And <laughs> Polly's dying. I know cuz I know. <laughs> and I um it, they did it way too thick and then it didn't heal properly. Problem, 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 problem. Even if you think super long about a tattoo, make sure that you're 100% comfortable with the design you're getting. And please don't be afraid to say no. You're paying for (laughs) someone to put art on your body. Say no like 12 times until it's exactly what you want. This is becoming like a weird tattoo (laughs) PSA. (laughs) I think we should just start
1: a tattoo podcast about bad tattoos.
0: So, Dumbledore. (laughs) Taylor. So, Taylor... You wanted to talk about uh, the fear of the name.
1: Yes. Book, please.
0: Book, oh, book, 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 book. <laughs> 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 Call him Voldemort, Harry. Always use the proper name for things. Fear of the name increases fear of the thing itself.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love this because it's true. When I'm anxious about something and I name said anxiety. I do feel a little bit better.
0: So what I had a note about in here was how I always use the term sexual assault instead of rape because the word rape scares me.
2: I didn't know that's where that was going. Yeah, no. I thought you were going to argue the other way. No. Okay.
0: No, the word rape scares me and I don't use it.
2: And I also think it's like slightly triggering for people to hear that and it's softer to hear the word sexual assault. Sometimes I feel like, because I was sexually assaulted, and then when people say raped, and I was like, I feel like that puts me like in another powerless situation, because no matter which way I argue that, I'll get upset, and then people are like, oh, you're just like blah 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 blah, emotional blah blah blah, all of these things, but when you say like, for me, when you say sexual assault, it's like, that's a manageable thing Yeah, for me. And, like, for other people sometimes. Yeah, I think that's why I, like,
0: yeah. typically use... I think it's because it's also manageable for me. Yeah. And the other word, like, scares me. Like, yeah. when I hear people use it, I feel, like, attacked by it or, like... I, f- I don't know. I, f- I feel like... Oh.
1: Yeah. I think that part of that might be because when someone... Like, I think we're all aware that, like, there are people that will threaten to rape people. But I've mm. never heard someone say, I'm going to sexually assault you. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no, I feel like rape is,
0: like, a power thing. Yeah, I feel like sexual assault makes it, like, this, like, it's almost, like, clinical. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm. I'm, like, talking Mm. about this, like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Although it does, it has the word sex in it, so, like, you'd think that it would make us more uncomfortable. Right, yeah. But I think that just shows us, like, how powerful the word rape is. Yeah. And how Mm. much it scares us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I want to, like, walk around using it all the time, but, No, no, no. (laughs) I do sometimes feel like I'm giving in to that fear by, like, being afraid to
2: use it.
1: Yeah, I get that. Yeah,
2: I feel like it's a rational fear. Like we're talking a little bit rational, irrational. It's a rational fear though, because you don't want to harm anybody else as well. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you don't want to go around just being like. <laughs> 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 I wish you could have seen that Yeah, hand <laughs> It was great. Can we upload it? Just redo that.
0: <laughs> oh god! This is why we don't have a video.
1: Just imagine, like, a very fancy jerking-off mo- motion. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was. It's was, it
1: was, it was pretty fabulous. Oh, oh my
0: gosh. gosh. <laughs> okay, does anyone else have anything to say about this quote?
2: I think about it a lot with kids. I, don't know, I find, like, just getting people to talk about what scares them makes it easier. Like if a kid doesn't want to get in the pool, it's like, all right, like what do you, they'll be like, I'm scared. I'll be like, okay, what are you scared of? And they don't want to say that I'll, I'll tell them what I'm scared of. And then they'll yeah. be like, oh, okay. Like this is an okay thing. And then they'll like tell me what they're scared of and then we'll work through it. But if you can't start that conversation or like you can't say a certain word to like yeah. make that communication go through, then you, you're missing out on so much. So I think it is important to use words sometimes.
0: The next big Dumbledore quote is The truth Dumbledore side. I feel like this is like storytelling. Yeah. Storytelling. <laughs> the truth Dumbledore side. It's a beautiful and ter- terrible thing and should therefore be treated with great caution. However, I, sh- I shall answer your questions unless I have a very good reason not to. In which case, I beg you'll forgive me. I shall, I shall not, of course, lie. Yeah, I felt like that quote when I read it, like, made me have a little bit more respect for Dumbledore than I sometimes do. Because he's, like, basically just, like, you're not old enough to know some of this. Or, I don't know, but I'm not going to lie to you. And then, like, later on, he, like, straight up just tells Harry, like, no, I can't answer that right now. And I I respected that more because I feel like sometimes I... feel like he just like straight up just doesn't tell Harry things and doesn't explain it to him. But in this moment, he's like, no, I can't tell you that, you know, as opposed to like later where he just like straight up is like, I don't even tell you anything. Like he avoids Harry at certain Mm -hmm. points of the book to like Mm -hmm. not have to tell him things. And it's
2: like, "Mm."
1: yeah, I think it's way better just to be straightforward and say, hey, listen, I can't tell you then give a bullshit answer.
2: Yeah. I'd much rather have the honesty of, like, of that. Like, I can't tell you because of, like, whatever. I can't tell you because of reasons that I can't tell Tell you. you. I can't tell you, but, like, it's not that I'm, like, trying to withhold this. It's just that not right now. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I
0: I wrote down, I don't, I particularly live by, like, the philosophy that if a kid's old enough to ask you a question, they're probably old enough to hear an age-appropriate answer, so I don't fully subscribe to, like this but i get that it was like it's this is like not an actual
2: situation that anyone would find themselves in (laughs) like in a crisis situation if something's going on at like at work or something like it's gonna be like what's going on i'll be like i can't tell you right now because it might affect like Mm -hmm. a chain reaction but then i could tell them later it's like situational based not because of like an age or something like that. It's like a, exactly. This, this sort of, like, intersects. It's, like,
0: yeah. age and situation-based. It. So, it's interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and I, I actually just realized that, like, it, it, I guess it's pretty under- understandable and reasonable <clears throat> that Dumbledore can't tell of these things, because they're, like, they're issues of national security.
0: Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's amazing that he tells Harry anything.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. You're very right. It's yeah, yeah. It's just hard though because it intersects with one part of Harry's history and as well some of the things that his lived experiences are. So yeah. yeah.
1: So if anything, it's quite gracious that he even tells him the things he does.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next quote is: "There are all kinds of courage," said Dumbledore, smiling. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to one to our enemies. And just as much to stand up to our friends. I therefore award ten points to Mr. Neville Longbottom. Woo. And I like that quote because it's
2: true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like when I just told you off for your tattoo. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, that's why I, I was like, was like mm-hmm, I was gonna say I,
1: was gonna, I should probably finish eating this peach ring. <laughs> I was going I was I was gonna say it is a lot more difficult than it seems or than you'd imagine to tell your friends to break up with someone or that they're in a shitty relationship. Yes. It very seems true. like it would be really easy. Hey man. They don't treat you right, but that it's really hard. And there's been so many instances where I've wanted to do it and felt bad because I couldn't because for whatever reason I couldn't tell them.
0: Mm-hmm. And like vice versa, there's been times where I was like, "Why didn't they tell me?" And it's it's a very difficult thing to like yeah. tell to someone. Yeah, and because people can get very defensive very quickly. Yes. About it, Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think like, yeah. So like Neville's bravery of telling them what they didn't want to hear is yeah. I
0: can definitely relate to that.
1: Howler is a segment
0: when we talk about things that make us angry. So we're moving into Howler, and the first thing that made me angry was... And it's one of the few times that Hermione will make me angry, I think. Mm. It made me really uncomfortable how she manipulates Hagrid into finding out what's guarding the stone. There's this little moment where she, like, I can't remember how it's worded. She's like, oh, but Hagrid, you know everything, sort of thing. Like, mm. you're so trusted. <laughs> People tell you things. Like, and she's, like, giving him this compliment to make him feel... Like, bigger and better about himself, so that he'll then be like, Yeah, I do know the information. And it's uncomfortable. I've, manipulation.
1: She's a child, though. Kids? Like, that's the
0: kids are so good at that. Oh, kids are good. It made me at uncomfortable.
1: It. <laughs> Maybe it's because you fear your, your pupils doing that to you.
0: <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just mani- like manipulation when i it just make, it makes me uncomfortable i don't know when people try to manipulate you it's icky yeah icky <laughs> icky weird. sticky sticky yeah. so i love hagrid we all love hagrid but he puts a lot on these kids with his pet dragon yeah um there is a moment where ron is out past midnight helping hagrid feed the fucking dragon He's 11, and he gets bit by the dragon, and it gets infected. Yeah,
1: what the fuck? It's kind of concerning that Hagrid's closest friends are children, and that they're the ones that he relies on to get him out of trouble.
0: Hagrid's like like 65 years old.
1: Yeah. Or something.
0: He's like in his 60s. Like, yeah. It's a little concerning. I love him still, but like, you know... This is a weird situation that you're it's putting like a, these kids like a, in. you know those crossing guards? Oh, that sounded weird. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> you know those crossing Where guard? are you going with that? Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> no. Yeah. What about the crossing guards? <laughs> I'm, I need to know.
1: Their friends are kids. And I imagine that they have no life outside of being <laughs> a crossing guard. <laughs> This
2: is not true and, Okay you know what As soon
1: as I said that I realized how stupid it was Okay so you don't have to laugh at me
2: <laughs> It's like teachers live at school Crossing guards Your just faces. live <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god As soon as I said so you know crossing guards They look at me like what the fuck <laughs> What is she gonna say
0: <laughs>
1: To be honest I had no idea what I was gonna say
0: either so, along with adults making weird decisions <laughs> who the fuck gives 11 year olds detention at 11pm at night, let alone in the forbidden fucking forest. I think it's- they were waiting for something bad to happen. It's in his, it's in the name, it's forbidden. Also it, yeah,
1: it. it it's pretty cool that they get to like hunt down a unicorn though. Like, I don't think that sounds, like, that doesn't sound like a detention to me. That sounds um, like an adventure. I'm sorry.
0: No, my next point was that it's super scary for an 11-year-old to be forced to track down an animal that has been attacked.
1: I just, I, it just reminds me of being a kid and just how, how much of a thrill sneaking out was. And I I know that they have permission to do it, but I'm, it kind of gave me, while I was reading it, the feeling of, like, sneaking out and doing something you're not supposed to.
2: I'm gonna go off of that yeah. and say like I was really jealous of them being like oh they got to go to the forest like I want to go to the forest like I was like that sounds dope that doesn't sound like detention that sounds like fun terrifying
0: <laughs>
1: if I was one of their classmates I would be so jealous I to would hear be that I would be that
2: I would be I'd
0: be like oh, man my, where's my cool detention I would literally be like Draco Malfoy like my parents will hear about this <laughs> 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 you would. <laughs> Do you know that this is not okay? My parents will hear about this. (laughs) Can I speak to your manager? (laughs) Someone said, And Neville will play Quidditch for England before Hagrid lets Dumbledore down. Why you gotta make fun of Neville all the time? God, he's an
1: easy target. He's the fat kid with the toad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can we please get Trevor a fucking, like, aquarium or something?
1: (laughs) I want him to have, like, a collar with a bell yes because it, it would be harder to lose jingle, him
2: hop jingle hop jingle hop like, jingle <laughs> <laughs> hop jingle oh
0: my gosh but so why cute. are you keeping your toad just like
2: hanging out e- wherever well everyone else's pets just that get to hang like out euphemism. wherever has <laughs> <laughs> got his toad hanging out wherever stop
0: playing with your toad man <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, yeah, okay, this is a two-for-one. McGonagall made me angry. Yeah? Ooh. Hermione and McGonagall in one set of chapters. Um, Ooh. What was it? I don't even remember. They go to her, like, the trio goes to her, and they basically are like, Snape is gonna steal the stone. And she's just like, I don't know how you know about that, but, like,
2: go away. He's not.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly like
2: that. Yeah, no, like, on no like... We'll cast you in the remake. Like <laughs> This
0: is basically what she says to them. And I just think, like, so many kids are afraid to go to teachers to tell them about their problems. And then here are these kids, like, finally go to a teacher. Like, the whole book, you're like, why don't you go talk to a fucking teacher? And they finally do it, and she's like, mm, no. And it's like, okay, if these three kids know about the stone, that means it's not a fucking secret. Mm, yeah. How did they find out about the stone? Who else knows? If other kids know, maybe their parents know, maybe other people know,
2: and maybe someone actually is trying to steal it. You fucking idiot. (laughs) Well, there you go. That explains why they didn't Owl Dumbledore. Also, some of these fucking kids, their parents are literally death eaters.
1: Do they know that? Do, do the teachers know that they're Death Eaters?
0: We were I talk- mean, like, they were all a part of the fucking Wizarding War. They know who these people oh, are. Oh, right. right, they're, like,
1: like, reformed Death Eaters. Yeah. They're fucking
0: Draco Malfoy's parents. Reformed.
2: <laughs> like, even Snape, he's a fucking... He's got the dark mark on his fucking arm. Like... We we're talking about this in relation to Nazis and letting Nazis, like, Yeah, we we're talking about this. Yeah. We're, yeah. I mean, like, okay, when the
0: fucking war ended, why didn't they lock the, the fucking... Anyone with a dark mark up. Like, I don't understand. Cry. Lucius Malfoy just running around with his fucking dark mark, like, Ugh, Also uh, in the Ministry of Magic, right? Like- <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him a high-powered position in the Ministry. <laughs> That's a good idea. What? What? Voldemort Rose
2: again? <laughs> What? How? He still has followers. How? Whoa! <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. No. We. They should have done better. Like we deserve better. Their kids deserved better.
1: Do better.
2: <laughs> so now,
0: now that we've heard all of the hundreds of things that made me angry, <laughs> Taylor has a point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so really only one thing made me angry in these chapters, and that was that (laughs) Dumbledore values Harry's life at 60 points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's literally 10 points above what the others (laughs) get.
1: No worries, you just risked your life. Here's 10 extra points. (laughs) Yeah, I had nothing else
0: to say.
2: Like,
1: that's
0: just... 60 points to Gryffindor. <laughs>
1: like, h- how many would have he gotten if he died?
0: <laughs> like, like a I don't know. Cedric didn't get any.
2: <laughs> oh! This is so
0: true. Still
2: the tea. <laughs> that was
0: dark. I apologize. It's true, though. Remember, this is a segment where we talk about things that we forgot. Okie dokie. So we are now going into a remember-all, and we're talking about shit that we forgot. So I forgot um, that the house points are, like, recorded in giant hourglasses. Mm. Is that in the movies ever? I don't
1: recall that ever. Yeah, let's make sure to look out for it when we watch the movie.
0: And then the next thing was that I forgot how fucking terrifying Filch is. Ah. Um, so here's a quote. <laughs> Oh, yes. Hard work and pain are the best teachers, if you ask me. It's just a pity they let the old punishments die out. Hang you by your wrists from the ceiling for a few days. I've got, I've got the chains still in my office. <laughs> Keep them well-oiled in case they, they're ever needed.
2: What the fuck? When were they chaining children up at the school? Could he just be, like, completely full of shit? And like not actually mean any of this, but just be like the creepy old caretaker, so like know that he can get away with whatever he wants to say. This man should not work with children. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, no, I don't I don't no, know. No, like,
0: no, no. It's terrifying. no, you're right, you're right, you're
2: right, you're right. He shouldn't say that like at all. Yeah, but I, I'm yeah, just thinking no, I, the only way I can process it is like he's just being a shit.
0: Did he not have a vone sector <laughs> <cyber> screening? <laughs> Getting all correct. Taylor, you had a question about Snape?
1: Yes. How (coughs) did Harry's dad save Snape? I cannot remember. And I don't, maybe I never got that far in the books. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so it comes up, I think, in the third book, I want to say. Basically, Snape found out that Lupin was a werewolf and Sirius, like, played a prank on him and told him to go to the Shrieking Shack or something, like, told him how to get in and. Then he, like, Snape goes to go and catch Lupin or something. I don't remember if he's trying to catch him or if he just... He just goes there because Sirius told him to. And Lupin was in the middle of, like, a cycle. And then James saved him because, basically, he was going to get eaten by Lupin. Got it. Yeah, real shitty of you, Sirius.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he didn't mean it for him to get eaten, but...
2: Or did he? Or did he? I mean, it's pretty horrible.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pranks just suck in general. So, Ron wants to kick Mrs. Norris at some point, which I... I Like, no, don't kick cats. But, like, I'm really not a fan of this. Like, any kid who wants to hurt an animal, like, that's concerning.
0: Yeah, we, um, we were talking about this beforehand, and... Like, what the fuck is Ron's problem with cats? Because he really doesn't like Crookshanks, either. Like, maybe
1: he was, like, mauled by a cat.
2: (laughs) At J.K. Rowling.
1: At J.K. Rowling. Why does Ron hate cats? (laughs) I just remembered how... (laughs) When when Voldemort's talking to Harry at the end, Coral has to walk backwards. So... (laughs) So Voldemort can keep up with Harry. <laughs>
0: That's pretty funny, yeah. It's pretty
1: great to imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> expecto Patronum. Uh, these are the things that make us happy.
0: Yeah. Okay, going into Expecto Patronum. da da da! da, 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 da happy things! Hagrid is
1: Norbert's mummy. Mummy. His mummy. It's mummy. Mummy. Literally the
0: cutest thing.
1: Yeah, I like the the breaking of the gender roles and the.
0: Yeah, he literally could have been like, "I'm his daddy." But like, <laughs> oh, that's
2: weird. Not weird. Not weird. <laughs> it's weird if you Whoa, make it <laughs> weird. <laughs> there is no way daddy. to redeem myself at this point in time. <laughs>
1: Daddy is just such a ruined word that you can't even say it in children's books. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. I don't Hang know. On. I really like. I really like like it. Like Dragon Daddy. That's Very <laughs> right like or... wait, Charlie wait, Weasley. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, Dragon Daddy.
2: <laughs> don't you? <laughs> oh God. See? Them. Case okay. point. <laughs> Done. Okay. Um,
0: so the next thing has to do with dragons as well. I thought, <gasps> I think it's really funny that these 11-year-old kids have an illegal um, <laughs> dragon exchange. They're literally smuggling dragons internationally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty great. Also,
1: they came up with the plan themselves. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did. 100%. That's literally amazing. Um, I also think it's really funny how <laughs> when they get, like, Charlie, like, gives, like, sends them the letter, and he's like, bring Norbert to the tallest tower. Like, how do they know which one's the tallest tower at Hogwarts? Imagining they, them just debating to standing about standing it. Outside. Yeah, like, <laughs> that one looks taller. No, it's that one. <laughs> Let's count the stairs. <laughs> and then, because this is just the weirdest chapter in the entire book. Okay, it really is. Hermione, when she finds out that Draco gets detention, she does a jig. <laughs> like this is absurd. This almost borders
2: on being like weird fan fiction, right? Like, right? Because then they got they gotta to get together. If she's that happy about his misery, like there's must be something. This is not how I believe it all. But then Draco and
0: Hermione kissed. <laughs> The end. Yeah. No, this is so absurd. Like, I cannot imagine Hermione doing a jig. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you want to talk about baby dragons. <Ss3>
2: baby dragons! Oh, no. Baby dragon do 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 do
1: they drink brandy. They
2: drink brandy. They drink brandy. And chicken blood. And chicken blood. Oh no. There has to be a singing portion now.
1: Yeah, that's all I want to say. I thought it was really cute and I liked the I like I at JK Rowling, I liked it. Um I think that in this book, my favorite quote from Hermione is, a lot of the greatest wizards have not an ounce of logic. And I think that's really insightful for an 11-year-old, because when I was 11, I thought that all adults were super smart and knew everything.
2: When I was their age, I thought that grade 5s were adults.
0: Yeah, right? (laughs) Legitimately. like, Oh, wait, no, wait. Well, it would have been... No. No, because... You're no.
2: in grade six when you're eleven. I'm so. convinced that they <laughs> went to Hogwarts when I was in when they were grade three. I know that's wrong. So when I was in grade six, I thought like grade eights were like yeah, adults, or like high school kids. High school students. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, then, and then it was also really cool when she hugs Harry and says that friendship and bravery are better than intelligence. Um paraphrasing. But that like at first I was Kind of confused because it seemed to go against her character. But then I remember she's a Gryffindor. And that's like a tenant of being a Gryffindor.
0: Yeah, it's one of those moments where you see like, this is why she's a Gryffindor is because she values that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. I liked it. Yeah. I I, I liked Hermione, I think, the uh, the most in this book, like, personality-wise. I think her personality really shone through I think the other characters besides Hagrid, you don't really get a sense of who they are yet, but I feel like in this first book, you you already know like Hermione and like she she like has really strong values and it just makes me really happy.
0: I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the other characters aren't like fully developed yet, whereas she already just has a fully developed character. Um I really liked the climax of this book I feel like the reveal was done really really well um just writing wise and I really like the idea of love having like an impression on us and that people like carry that with them and that it shapes part of you I like that
1: I disagree with the the reveal, the climax, the reveal. I hated the reveal. Really, I hated it. I because like, it, it, it's. Oh, what does it say? It says, but it wasn't Voldemort, or it wasn't Snape. It yeah. wasn't Snape, and the next page, it was Quirrell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I think, yeah, okay, I can see it. I, I think, but like for a children's book, for like yeah. this was written for like. Eleven year olds I as well. Really right? liked
1: like, um, the. I liked the climax in the in the next book with the basilisk.
0: I thought oh, that's like one of my least favorite books. Really? Yeah. I mean, I love
1: them. I mean, the book itself w- wasn't <laughs> as exciting, but I liked the whole like. I feel like there's so much more suspense when they're like in the tunnels, and yeah. and then j- there's Ginny comes down, and that.
0: I think the. For me, out of the whole series, one of the best reveals is Sirius Black. And because I think that 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 book is written the best out of almost all of them. Um, Because we go from having this character who is like a killer, who like Harry's like genuinely mad and afraid of and thinks have killed his parents. And then in a matter of pages, we love this man and we're like, Yes, we want you to be. You're like Harry's godfather, and we want you to be in his life. Like, mm. and I just think that that is like really skillful writing to like literally switch a character that quickly, and to like make you buy into that character so well. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I I I I, I was kind of left wanting a bit more from the end of this book, like
0: drama wise. Maybe it's just, like, I remember reading this as a kid and being, like, oh, oh my gosh. Like, I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) I think that I I just carry that with me. (laughs) (laughs) I never guessed it was him. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess when you read it for the first time, you don't know that Voldemort's under the turban. Yeah. But, you know, now reading it, you know it all along, and you're, like, you're just waiting for it. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah.
0: Um... Oh, the book that Hagrid makes Harry with all the pictures of his family in it is, like... The most lovely thing. It's I a loved very that. very sweet gift. Very cute. I loved that.
1: Oh, yeah. Ginny is super excited to see Harry at the very end. <laughs> and it's kind of... It's interesting because in her eyes, Harry's already a hero. When I don't think she even knows what he did.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's just... It's cute. <laughs> but it's also weird because it's like... She looks up to him for surviving as a baby. Is that what it is? Or does yeah. she just have a crush on him? Mm. I think she might just have a crush on him.
0: Uh, like, all of the above. Or,
1: and, like, and also, yeah, celebrity factor, maybe? Yeah, it's yeah. also, I think,
0: that as well. Yeah. But, but it's, yeah. Still it's cute. cute. It's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah. Okay, that's all we got for that one. <laughs> the Ordinary Wizarding Levels. Study up, because we're going to quiz you. Now, the ordinary wizarding levels. Some questions for you guys. I don't know why I said that in my, like, talking to a toddler voice. I liked it. (laughs)
2: Talk
0: talk to me more like that, please. (laughs) No, thank you, Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) You need to play gently. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Anyways, okay. Do you think that part of Hermione's stress about passing her exams could be... Something to do with being muggle-born? Does she have a pressure to prove herself?
1: 100%.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. We all agree, yes. <laughs> Moving on. Which of the three would you rather learn more about? Unicorns, werewolves, or centaurs?
1: <laughs> I feel like I know too much about centaurs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Their butts. <laughs> the butt. I like big butts. butts yeah. <laughs> Um, Do centaur butts? I I think I think part of me is like unicorns, but I also really like werewolves, and I think werewolves are really cool. So I would like to learn more about werewolves.
1: Lycanthropy is pretty sick. I think yeah, and werewolves—they're kind of there's there's like an illness involved almost.
0: Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, it's centaurs it's are... just a l- metaphor for AIDS. <laughs> Is it? Yeah.
1: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, unicorns are kind of boring.
0: I love them. But, like, I want to know more about, like, their blood and, like, I don't know. Out of the three, I think maybe centaurs because they have the most, like, developed, like, history in terms of the actual books. Like, yeah. And we don't know a lot about them. So I think, for me, it would be centaurs. But maybe not their heaving butts. <laughs>
1: they are really mysterious and I like how how they like they they read the stars. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree, centaurs, because I like I like that they have like they think differently.
0: Yeah. They have centaur culture that we are not privy to. And then my next question. Why, so Peeves is really afraid of the bloody baron? It's like mentioned a couple times. Why do you think he's afraid of only the bloody baron? Hmm. Like did he do something to him? Like hmm. Or is he just like a really like scary dude? He owes him money. Ghost <laughs> money. Ghost money. Drug ghost money. money. Drug money. <laughs> Jesus. Ghost drugs. <laughs> I mean if any of the ghosts were on drugs, it would probably be peeves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, yeah, I think that's it. He owes him ghost drug money. <laughs>
0: And then the big one is... Do you think Dumbledore set Harry up to go after the stone? Ooh. Because Harry seems to think that. Like, he's sort of like, I think that he did this. It's hard to say no when
1: Dumbledore pretty much knows everything. So, I mean...
0: Yeah, it's hard. (laughs) But then it's also, like, super fucked up if he did.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say yeah.
0: My vote's yes, I think he did.
2: I think he did because, like, if he knew everything, he knew everything was going on. I don't believe for a second that McGonagall wouldn't have, like, checked out, like, with Dumbledore or something. Like, do the kids know about the stone? Like, I feel like the teachers talk.
0: I yeah, like... it would be, like, it's just really out of character for McGonagall to just be, like, not, like, hey, by the way, these three kids know about the stone. Right, Like, right, yeah? Because so... she's very, like, rules and procedures and,
2: I don't know. Yeah, 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 kinda... yeah. so for the Dumbledore to know know that they know, I just, like, leave it be.
1: And to give him
2: his invisibility they cloak, cloak back. back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, um... yeah, no. I think he was like, oh, I wonder what they'll do. Okey-dokey. It's just not good. Yeah. It's but so then weird. but then
1: why would he go off to London? That's the thing, right? Why would he fall for that?
2: Oh true.
0: Yeah, it's weird. But then he's also like, oh, you did the thing right. Like, oh you did your research. And yeah, he's like, he, and so like mm. Yeah,
1: when he says that, when he says yeah, you did the thing properly. Yeah. It's it's almost like he's saying, I mean, I expected you to do the thing, but I didn't know you were going to do it. Like, you were going to actually, yeah, do your research. Yeah. Yeah. This is a new segment called Final Revisions, where we go over everything that we've talked about so far in the book, and kind of wrap wrap it up.
0: Wrap it up with a nice little bow. So, we're wrapping her up, and we're going into Final Revisions, which is a new segment Yay. Um, basically, we're just talking about how season one went, and we're reflecting on it. So, yeah. How did you guys like rereading the book?
1: It was good. I liked it. I'm excited for the next one.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Um, yeah. <sighs> Podcasting is weird.
0: Yeah, it is yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
1: don't know if I'm cut out for it, but I'll just keep doing it anyway. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel like this has been a like steep learning curve, the like podcasting part of reading the books. Yeah. yeah. Like, every episode has audio issues, every episode, I'm like, what the fuck are we even
2: doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to realize my patterns of like, alright, I'm good until this segment and then I fall asleep. <laughs> not because I'm not interested, but because I'm tired.
0: Yeah, it does take a long time. And we've been sitting here since like seven o'clock. Yeah. And now it's like twelve thirty at
2: night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we get so excited and have so much energy and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And it's like, oh crash. Ooh. yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah. It's been really fun. And <laughs> and it's been really interesting to listen back and hear my voice I think... and and hear the things that I say and go. What the fuck? That's the weirdest part <laughs> because for me. I can't even make sense of what I'm trying to say a lot of the time. <laughs> like, where am I going? I don't know. But it, it, it's kind of nice to, like, let go of that control and just say, fuck it. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I make sense.
0: <laughs> it really doesn't. I feel like you make sense. I feel like you make more sense than you think mm. you do. So then the next thing I wanted to do was we're going to predict which the order that we like the books in. So basically, every from now on out, we're going to rank the books against each other okay. as we read them. Okay. So when we get to book two, we'll be like, did we like book two or book one better? But for now, we're going to predict. Ooh. Okay, so I will start. Uh, my favorite one is controversial. It's the Order of the Phoenix. I literally recently, on Instagram, commented on something, and it was like, What's your favorite Harry Potter book? And I was like Order of the Phoenix. And someone commented back saying, "What the fuck? Who likes that book?" <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, "I do." <laughs> um, Fight. Yeah. And then my next one is The Prisoner of Azkaban, which we already kind of talked about. I like think that that's really well written. Um, and then The Deathly Hallows is next. Uh, Philosopher's Stone, Goblet of Fire, The Half Blood Prince, and then The Chamber of Secrets is last because I'm not a big fan of that book.
2: Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay who would like to go next uh, from what I remember my first one is also Order of the Phoenix and oh then, yeah yeah and then Half-Blood <laughs> Prince I remember really enjoying because of the the diary writing back and forth uh Prisoner's Basket Man mm-hmm. Deathly Hallows Chamber of Secrets Philosopher's Stone and then I remember really liking the Goblet of Fire but the fucking memes on the internet the did you put your in the Goblet of Fire I can't I can't Get over it. I just want to like, know what the get director's
0: directions were to yeah. that actor. And like, like did they run know? up
2: and shake Harry and scream at him? Like, <laughs> and and who let them keep that? And yeah. why? Why were they about that? And like, come on, like, you, yeah. you fucked. You done fucked. The movie really ruins that. Be better. <laughs> uh, prove me wrong, book. Because all it, all I feel it like the be, book is definitely. But, better. Oh, the book is absolutely better. Um, like, I, I saw, I saw, I just a, can't.
0: Yeah, I saw like a thing the other day that was like did you put your name in the goblet and then it was like dumbledore said calmly like that's what it says in the book yeah like yeah (laughs) anyways
1: um so i haven't read half the books so i don't know so i'm just gonna go off which names sound the coolest (laughs) Um, so i think deathly Hallows, harry potter and the centaur is that one (laughs) What?
2: Oh, Half-Blood Prince. The, the first
1: part. There's the one where there's the centaurs again, right?
0: Um, where you know, they help One them. of them's a teacher at some point. There's centaurs throughout a lot, a couple of the books.
1: Okay, I think that the ones with the most centaurs I'll like the most, <laughs> and they'll be ranked like that. So whichever one has okay, the least
0: centaurs. Here's the list of books. <laughs> Say their names.
1: She's making me do this. <laughs> okay, so I think I like The Deathly Hallows the most. Let's say Order of the Phoenix, because y'all seem to like it. Um, There's students
0: rebelling against... Okay, I'm sorry. Let it go.
1: And then Prisoner at- of cool. Azkaban, because I've read that one, and I like that one. And then... And then...
2: <laughs> That's in all of our top threes.
1: <laughs> and then uh, I'll say Half-Blood Prince. And then Chamber of Secrets, and then this one that we just read. Because I was sort of unimpressed.
2: So. <laughs>
1: oh. Whoa. <laughs> Shit, should I have not said that? I mean... I enjoyed it. <laughs> it just didn't knock my socks off, you know? I mean, I'm, I, I definitely don't want to read it ever again. <laughs> But this is also like the
0: fourth time
1: I've ever read it.
0: So.
2: <laughs> Taylor's done. I
0: mean, that is like more times than most people read a book, right? I think I don't
1: think I've ever read a book this many times as I've read this book.
2: And we've unimpressed. this you're book un- like, but, right? but, but like, also, I also like we're 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 in our late twenties, doing book reports <laughs> on children's on books. Children's books, <laughs> children's books. so. <laughs> They're allowed. Yes.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> well, okay. I still found things in it that I didn't
0: notice before. Yes. Mm. So I mean, that okay. says so, that says something for mm. it. Like, Out of the characters we've seen so far, who are each of us most like? Dobby. We haven't met Dobby. Dobby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Kirkshake.
0: And- who you have, there's no Crookshanks yet. The Wait, are, 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 we,
1: are we naming ourselves or each oh, other? We can do both. Let's do each You're... other first. Should I be mean? Oh, <laughs> Well, no, it's not mean. I, I was going to say McGonagall.
0: No, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah, not mean. I, I, see I, that. I, I validate. I second that. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
2: I mean, I if I was going to
1: be nicer, I'd say Hermione,
0: because you also remind me of Hermione.
2: You're very smart. Yeah. And I, you know how to get shit done.
0: But I feel like when I was younger, I was Hermione, and then now I'm aging into McGonagall.
2: Which is a good aging process. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. No,
1: no. Yeah.
2: yeah. Imagine the other way around. <laughs> Starting off
0: as a child, McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> Giving your friends detention. I, I mean, let's be real, Hermione probably would have done that if she could have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But but yeah
1: like I I've seen you put like drunk people in basically timeout.
0: You're not wrong. Yeah.
1: Like you you you're really good at taking care of people and like leading people to do the right thing and looking out for
0: people. So one time there was a party and someone like tracked toilet paper all throughout the living room <laughs> and I like found him and I was like you just left toilet paper all over the living room, <laughs> and he was like, "What? Whatever." And I was like, "Would you do that at your home?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, no." And I was like, "Then don't do it here." <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> that literally. Like... Yeah,
1: yeah. That's a perfect yeah. example. Of what yeah.
0: Okay, who's next?
1: <laughs> I would say for G.
0: I'm trying to think of like who Hagrid. we've met so far. I was thinking that we just. Would you, Strange old man in a cabin? No, not that you're a strange old man in a cabin. <laughs> you just oh, have I'm the personality be- <laughs> of one.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, thanks so
0: much. No, it's the nurturing S- side of it. Oh. It's yeah. just like
1: yeah. the the silliness and that you just randomly fall asleep all the time. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. But this is past my
2: bedtime. Friends. That's a very
1: Hagrid thing to say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Haggard would also give me the finger. Right
0: Hagrid would also bring peach rings, which is why I love him. Oh. Well, it would probably be more like an unedible form of a ring that is rock hard, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it's the thought. It's the thought.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. You're not as like self-involved as Harry or Ron.
2: No. Yeah. Maybe no. Neville. I feel like you're more like Neville. Yeah, I was going to say that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pick Neville for you. I'll take yeah. that. All right, so we got Hagrid, McGonagall and ha- and Neville. Mm-hmm. We should cosplay tomorrow. <laughs>
0: okay, I'll bring my fat suit. <laughs> I will scrape my hair back into the tightest bun.
2: It'll give me a facelift. <laughs> I can like Tease my hair so it's everywhere.
0: Yeah, excellent. By the way, tomorrow we're going to Harry Potter trivia. That's what we're talking Ooh. about tomorrow. Okay, we're gonna win. we will win. If we don't, it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah, we're on a Harry Potter podcast. I know
1: nothing. I'm going to be. I'm. I'm not an asset.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: not an asset.
0: Don't be mean to my friend. Yeah, I don't say that about my friend okay so now to close off can we alternate saying them yeah we can yes so we are going to read the list of countries that we have been listened to in so we have been listened to in the united states canada the uk australia
2: france ireland germany sweden unknown <laughs>
0: <laughs> what <laughs> it literally it said unknown that we have three listeners an unknown, from unknown country i'm assuming they're using a vpn or something i just like to assume there's an unknown country
2: out there yeah At- but, yeah. yeah um singapore turkey ukraine switzerland the netherlands iran indonesia sri lanka poland colombia belgium portugal romania israel
1: bulgaria
2: india Mexico, Japan, Estonia.
0: Wow. Is Bulgaria where Charlie is? He's in somewhere with a B. Or no, Romania. Romania, Romania. yeah. So, yeah. hello to the listener from Romania. You're there with Charlie Weasley, the sexiest Weasley. Dragon <laughs> Daddy. Sweet dreams, everybody. Okay, good night. Goodbye. Good night. 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 Well, that's all we have for
1: you this time. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Tumblr at cauldroncakesandwine.tumblr.com and on Instagram at cauldroncakesandwine.
2: Also follow us on Twitter at ccandwine. Our Twitter game is weak, but we promise if you tweet us, we will tweet you back. And of course, be sure to like, subscribe, and review us on
0: iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you are listening to this podcast. Thanks for listening.